0: For and since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, Bethany. <laughs> it is
1: snowing outside. Oh. It's February. Is this accurate with the, with what the groundhog did, or now? Do we do? Did we still figure that out, or do we not know what it means? <laughs> We did a whole show on it, but I just wasn't sure. <laughs> S-
0: six more weeks of winter.
1: <coughs> We're in it. We're in it. We're six living it. Six more
0: weeks. Episode 37 of the Drink It Over podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm very excited about this episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> let's just jump right in, Bethany. Who are we?
1: We are a couple of dinks, double income, no kids, living in northern Ohio from the millennial generation. I'm
0: not, I don't identify. You,
1: but you are from it, so you should, I don't identify as um Who like to sit around and drink and talk about stuff. And shout out to the oinks and the dicks, which are the double income kid people out there who, you know, it's nine o'clock at night, so they're probably in bed. But what up? <laughs> what up, dicks? <laughs> what up, dicks? That's it. That's bunch what I got. That's big who old, we are. Bunch of big old. Living in out northern there. Ohio. It's snowing. It's Can you snowing. imagine that in February? Snow. Snow. Uh, amazing.
0: Oh, the weather outside See, thinks, is weather. Here's the
1: thing. Everybody thinks there's global warming, but today is just proof there is not. John Denver's you know full, full of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't Trump call it a hoax? <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is not a political podcast.
1: He just needs to stop talking. <laughs> He said something today about, or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday, where apparently he made a comment like, the, the coronavirus will go away once it gets warmer out. <laughs> 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 That's such like an old white man person thing to say. <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah. Doesn't that sound like quintessential old white just, man?
0: Just rub, rub some dirt on it.
1: When it gets warm out, some, the virus will go other, away. What are some <laughs> other
0: quintessential old white man sayings? I don't know. Rub some Probably dirt. a
1: lot of racism, rub, racist comments. Rub some
0: dirt on it, I think is one. Rub
1: dirt on it. I don't um, know. Just <laughs> when it gets warm out, the germs get killed. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: Just in general.
1: Stuff like that. I don't know. I got to think about that. Old white man comments. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you put on Fox News, you (laughs) can
0: get a couple of them. Get a good,
1: good. What are we drinking tonight? Tonight is a hodgepodge, Jacob. Hodgepodge, Hodgepodge, Hodgepodge. 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 This this is a hodgepodge, so but we will make episode. up for with the content of the episode. How's that? We're not I'm over. So, we're not overcompensating. I am not, let's say I am not
0: underselling how good was this gonna episode say, is going to
1: be. Usually, we try to make a phenomenal drink because the rest of the stuff we talk about is it's really just garbage, lame. But straight trash. It's the reverse today. No. So tonight we it's a mixed bag of tricks, ladies and gentlemen. We just picked what we felt like drinking, and what are you drinking? I am drinking a glass of rosé.
0: Any, any specific Wine, kind? I know, I know what rosé is.
1: <laughs> you looked at me like it's it's the non-sparkling kind that is um, from the brand Dark Horse. So mm-hmm. it's kind of drier. And uh, I like it because it's cheap. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Cheap and good. So.
0: And I am drinking a, mos- a traditional Moscow Mule mm-hmm. with Tito's homemade vodka.
1: I like using all my Tito's. So do you like Tito's? It's all right. Well, you're drinking it like you do, so.
0: Fucking it now! I'm ex- so excited for this episode. We
1: didn't do it. Cheers! Let's we cheers it off just... real quick, right? Yeah, quick! Here we go. Okay, we're gonna we jump go. right in. We're, we're getting. We got in
0: so now. much to get to. I'm ready. How's your rosé?
1: It's nice. It's refreshing. It's most. It's meant to be a summer drink, so I'll pretend it's not snowing out.
0: Off the top. Mm -hmm. Do you remember last weekend when we were talking about, it was specifically during the Duke-North Carolina game, we were like, whatever happened to Tyler Hansborough? I have the answer to what happened to Tyler Hansborough. (laughs)
1: I don't remember saying that, but I'm sure I did. We were so, talking okay. about
0: what happened to Tyler Hansbrough, the famed.
1: <laughs> I don't remember.
0: That. Go- or, uh, forward yes. from North Carolina, Mr. Bulgy I. Yep. Mr. Bulgy had his nose broken yes. in the infamous yes matchup with the Duke Blue Devils. Whenever that happened. Yes. Thirty-four year old Tyler Hansbrough mm. is currently playing basketball in Nova Scotia. No.
1: Japan, China, China. Uh oh. Wait, better I watch check out for that, that coronavirus. I have no, to check that. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I mean, a lot of those players go off to play internationally somewhere where they can't. Maybe they weren't good enough for the NBA, but good enough for.
0: He's either playing in Japan or China. It looks like he's jumped back and forth. He is currently playing for the Sichuan Blue Whales. Hmm. I wonder where they're from.
1: Cool, are they? <laughs> are I they got from Wuhan. <laughs> 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 That's sensitive, it, like insensitive. Yeah, you're being I'm
0: insensitive. Sorry. I'm just. wondering Everybody's
1: make... thinking it. I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. The Wuhan I whales see where sounds from. about spot on.
0: I want to see where this is. It's in China. <laughs> it's a, it's a Chinese basketball team. I got some more. As recently as on November 19th, 2019, he, re, he signed with the Sichuan Blue Whales. On December 13th, he recorded a career-high 49 points and 22 rebounds and a 108-105 victory over the Jing Jingsu Dragons. Yeah. So that's where Tyler Hansbrough I mean, is.
1: is. Basketball is pretty big in China, so I'm sure he's almost like a celebrity over there. You, know? you think he's worried about the
0: coronavirus? How do you think? I was thinking of it when I was looking up where he was, and I found out he was playing in China in Wuhan. Where do you? Well, like he's probably looked at as like a like a god over there. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. I can't remember how tall. If he I is. had to
1: guess, here's here's what I would say. If I had to guess,
0: he's 6'9", 250
1: pounds.
0: Ew. Well, well um, I mean.
1: That do I think he's worried games. about the coronavirus? Is that what your question was? Why
0: just playing in a chat? Like, what do you think the You think they're postponing games? Do you? St- I'm sure they're postponing games. I don't know. People aren't leaving their apartments.
1: Well, not in all of China, but in certain parts, yes. I, I, I don't know if they're postponing games or not. But what I would imagine is if you are of a certain class of celebrity over there that you may or may not have heard before everyone else about the outbreak, quite honestly, and were able to, like, shelter yourself. That's true. The problem with the whole virus is, like, China kept it a secret because it brought shame on the country kind of thing. So they, they, like, tried to sweep it under the rug, and then it got obviously worse. But, again, I have to imagine if you are of a certain uh, social class and status and... um, Wealth over there that you get the inside track on certain things, you know, yeah. so that's what I think about that.
0: The last time he played in the NBA was a 2015-2016 season with the Charlotte Hornets. Hmm. He played for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, which is an NBA developmental league mm-hmm. team in 2017, and he's played overseas since the 2017-18 season.
1: Yeah. So good I on think, him. I don't think it's a bad gig for those guys. I think they no. make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, European and Chinese, yeah. The- Probably live live like kings over there and yeah. do it for a few years and come back home and retire or something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: good on him. So we, we were talking about it, and there you go. Tyler Hansborough is still playing basketball.
1: I don't really care about him. I got
0: another cool. story for you. Okay. This is good. This is you're gonna you're gonna lose it when I. <laughs> it's been three thousand days <laughs> as of today. February twelfth.
1: I posted this.
0: It's been three thousand days since Michigan last beat the Ohio State University.
1: The Ohio State University Buckeyes. Did you
0: post this I exact posted story? This. Yes. Did you read through it?
1: No, I just read the headline.
0: Well, and it made there, me laugh. There are some Ohio State's. There are some statistics. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's record against Michigan since different types of things. I don't want to read every one of them. But I'm going to pick through a few. Um, Since televisions were introduced in 1926, Ohio State is 48, 41, and 4 against Michigan. Okay. Um, Since the sound barrier was broken (laughs) in 1947, Ohio State is 39, 29, and 3 against Michigan. Okay. Okay. Since the discovery, the discovery of DNA, Ohio State is 38, 25, and 2. That was in
2: 1953.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm more surprised about, oh, we discovered a, DNA in 1953. That's yeah. what I was
0: thinking, yeah.
1: More than the record, but right. go on, sorry.
0: Man lands on the moon, 1969. Ohio State is 27, 20, and 2 against Ohio State. Since any of these grabbing you,
1: I mean, I I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm surprised that it yeah. sounds so close because
0: well, these. But
1: I know Michigan had such a like a one up on us for a yeah while the first so. like
0: I looked at that it was like the first twelve years yeah ten like zero and two so it's
1: kind of I mean it it doesn't sound as bad when you take it from these points in time, but when you say like it's been three thousand days, that sounds really
0: bad. Yeah.
1: But really awesome. And then I had a friend of mine that I work with where he has some kids that actually the guy you're like, he looks so cool to hang out with. He's a big Ohio State fan. There you go. Anyway, he was saying like his kids are, I don't know, seven and four or three or something. He's like, they've never seen Ohio State lose ever in their lives huh. up to this point. Got it's kind of crazy to think about, you know. Here's a couple so. more.
0: Internet becomes available to the general public in 1991.
1: 18, 8, and 1. I like that one.
0: Google was founded in 1998, 17, and (laughs) 4. Since YouTube launched. Let me
1: Google. Let me Google that. (laughs) Since
0: uh, YouTube was launched in 2005,
1: 13, and 1. Oh, my God. I have more. I have more. You should have started with those. These other ones. I have
0: more. These are more personalized. I did some math for us specifically.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: I have been alive thirteen thousand four hundred and sixty-seven days as of today. Okay. Ohio State's <laughs> current winning streak takes up twenty-two percent of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That you, doesn't sound that impressive. <laughs> you yes
0: have been alive as of today twelve thousand eight hundred and two <laughs> days. The current eight the current eight game winning streak. 23 percent of your life
1: okay okay
0: the average score during the 3000 the 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 eight these, game these, these, eight these games, three thousand days. days Ohio State's win margin of victory is 36.1 to 27. <laughs> in my lifetime Ohio State is 21 15 and one nice in your lifetime Ohio State is 2014 and 1. And Ohio State owns a 17 and 3 record since the year 2000. Oh my God. Since the turn of the century.
1: The year 2000. The year 2000. <laughs> the year 2000.
0: That's all the stats I have. That's all the time I had for.
1: I mean, the millennial has been good too. The, I mean, I just hope Harbaugh stays there for a very long time. It's just very enjoyable, you know. Yeah, 2000. Man. God bless those fans, you know. <laughs> It's getting to a point where I feel bad for them a little
0: bit. Do you really, though?
1: Except for when we play them in the game because we don't acknowledge the name of the team. You know what I'm saying? It's great. Let's keep talking about that. I think we could all come together on that. Forget politics or whatever. We could all come together on hating (laughs) TTUN.
0: Anything else to add?
1: I love it. I hope we can keep talking about that dun,
0: dun, dun. as an
1: ongoing. Quit talking about how everyone feels about the Clemson game and just talk about that.
0: <laughs> I didn't look at by the mm. time it, by the time they play this year, but that's going to be something like 3,200 days or something in that, we'll in that ballpark. Ready so, for it.
1: I'm ready for it.
0: Moving on. We've got such a big show. I don't want to waste too much time. <laughs> Moving on, McMillions part two. Our weekly reoccurring segment. You watched part two of McMillions, the HBO documentary on the McDonald's monopoly scandal. What were your thoughts on part two?
1: Too many people named Jerry. Too many
0: people <laughs> named Jerry.
1: It's good. I mean,
0: it's stretched. It's being way, stretched way out
1: clearly. But I do, I do find it interesting because I remember the, the monopoly game growing up. That was like a big thing. So.
0: I feel like um, if they don't start really getting to the case, the actual Monopoly case, like the first week it was setting up the FBI side, how they found Mm -hmm. out about it. Mm -hmm. Yesterday it was the other side kind of giving you some insight on how it could have happened and some of the key characters behind it. Now I'm ready for like...
1: Putting the rubber to the road. Mm -hmm. I
0: don't. It's amazing to me that this is a six-part documentary.
1: Not a good sign, like in I my have, opinion. I've
0: tried to stay away from reading up on it because I don't want to be like, yeah, I knew that was coming and oh man, I didn't know that. And it's won- not
1: it's not just a six part documentary, it's also a podcast follow-up after. Like what are they yeah, talking about on but the after that, show? That's
0: a lot of deleted stuff and just stuff that didn't <sighs> Oh, you deleted
1: de- stuff? I thought you <laughs> well, like kept st- it in for stories six parts.
0: That, stories that didn't really fit the narrative that they were going for in a particular episode. Like I listened to some of the follow up podcast and it was talking to younger Jerry's wife. And just stories about, like, the Sicilian family she married into. Who cares,
1: though? Like, who cares?
0: And that's part of the, it didn't make it, like, they had all these rules and, like. I just, I
1: I hope I'm wrong, but at the end of it, I'm pretty sure we're going to be like, well, you could have done this in four. Why do we have six? Oh, that's what I was going to say.
0: I was going to say three. Three or or four. Yeah. Yeah. So. So.
1: Mm, We'll see. But I do, I will keep watching it. Because I, you know. I, I am fascinated by it. Yeah. So, because it was of our time. Kind yeah.
0: Of. And it did happen. It did. The Monopoly game, we talked about mm-hmm. it last time, but the Monopoly game did start in like 88, mm-hmm. 89. So yeah. it did span a lot longer than I remembered. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's crazy how much like under lock and key they claim to have had the pieces. Like when, right. they, when they brought it in under like handcuffed suitcase and
1: Yeah, I mean, you you don't really think about that stuff when you're participating in those kinds of things, like what what goes on behind the scenes to make sure it's secure or fair. Yeah, because that one company was like we we were picked by the state to do the lottery scratch offs, and somebody out there has to print that stuff, right? And the amount of security behind it to make sure it's not tampered with, right? Like like McDonald's, right? (laughs) I think the most fascinating thing of that episode was where they talked about the mob had the top three most profitable activities, and yeah. Mac- that McDonald's scandal was, like was in the top not- three. Yeah, along with Just like prohibition.
0: Much. Yeah,
1: and something with Al Capone. Was it prohibition? Was that?
0: It? I don't remember that. But part. it was like I do remember them saying it was one of their most lucrative. There things. was
1: something prohibition, and then McDonald's game, Monopoly which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, that is up there with their prohibition ring. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) In the profitability. But anyway, yeah. So. Check it out if you have HBO. Yeah. If you don't, we'll just tell you what happens. Yeah, let's tell you what happens. In six weeks from now.
0: (laughs) Wikipedia, yeah. So. All
1: right. You could probably listen to the podcast, though. Right? Yeah, I'd.
0: You need to watch the show. Oh, it doesn't to know, give They you, don't give. Okay, this exactly. is just follow up. The podcast is really just kind of extra stuff. It's Well, not, you can
1: listen to this podcast yeah. and listen to that podcast.
0: And you would. You will and you'd know. And you be good. You will know. Good to go. Hardly anything that really <laughs> happens in either episode. <laughs> uh, do you want some kind of newsy type stories?
1: Okay. Sure. The
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier have release dates. The Disney Plus series. Have I gathered
1: dates. that's what it was.
0: Okay. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming this August
1: 2020. Mm,
0: okay. I'm ready for it.
1: This is with uh, Bucky, Bucky the guy that and, has historically and, played yeah. Bucky and isn't the Falcon though now Captain America. Like, how's that all working? Well, that's
0: going to follow up. I think what the story is is I have tried not to read too much about what the story is going to end up being is. They've cast like uh, they cast Kurt Russell's son to play America, the government version of Captain America. There's like a story arc in the comics where there's Captain America, Steve Rogers, and then there is um, the government's version that this is who they want to be Captain America. So I think this is
1: going to play into that. I gotta say, out of all the ones I've heard about, of the D- uh, being on Disney Plus, this is probably the least the least excited I am. Really? Compared to like the, I'm very curious about like the Doctor Strange. Uh, well, that's a movie. Multiverse thing. Well, that's a movie. Oh, this is oh, a oh, wh- series sorry. on Disney Plus. And also the Wanda Vision that
0: comes out, which we're getting to just now. That comes out in December.
1: Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about this one. I'm just saying out of all the other ones, this is the one I would be
0: I think least I'm,
1: excited, but I'm most excited about this compared to like other stuff on Disney Plus. I'm excited if that makes for sense. I'm
0: excited for both. I'm actually I lumped in Loki in there, which comes out next year.
1: 2021.
0: 2021. Oh, like, I think early like spring next year. But I think I'm most excited about Falcon and Winter Soldier just because You're most
1: excited about this.
0: That and Loki.
1: What and, about one division? And
0: I'm 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 excited about all three of them because it's it's the weekly
1: Yeah. It'll be every week.
0: Yeah. Like they're gonna release really, it's not like Netflix where they're gonna release everything at once. It's week to week.
1: I kinda like when they release everything at once.
0: I do too, but I almost
1: feel like they, they think we're like not adults and can't handle when they release everything I, at once.
0: Yeah, but I think there's something to be said. I also like the anticipation of being left. Mm-hmm. On a cliffhanger, and
1: you would. Wondering, you, you week, love Walking Dead, so wondering
0: week to week what's going to happen. Am I right?
1: She's so. Walking Dead. It's
0: good this year, I'm sure it's It was good the last year. WandaVision coming out December 2020.
1: Oh man, really?
0: So Christmas time. I won't be able to watch it until January. Well, I'm not waiting for you.
1: You don't have to, but I won't be. That's when I'll be watching it.
0: Uh, Loki early 2021, that's all we have. Mm. Can you go
1: back to that picture? I just want to... Okay. Interesting. Yeah. He's got the s- stone.
0: Yeah, but you it know? looks like, which I was reading a little bit about the little clip that they did, and I know we're looking at a picture from that little commercial, but this is like, looks like a prison mm-hmm. jumpsuit he's mm-hmm. in, and it. They, what I've read is this is like the time... There's like a time, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a, it's like a force that keeps check on, oh, I forget. It like keeps people from meddling with time in the comic books. Oh. oh their whole thing is to keep.
1: But that's separate from what Doctor Strange and their people do.
0: Um, It's kind of similar, but this is an actual kind of like police force. Hmm. I can't Man, remember the... so much. I just can't. Time, time Cops? Time... I don't know. That's original. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay.
0: I have a bit more news about Loki. Owen Wilson oh. has recently joined the cast mm-hmm. of Loki.
1: What's he going to do?
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Is that your impression? <laughs> that's, my, that's my Owen I mean, it Wilson. It sounds pretty good. Is that all you got, though? Just that one wow. word? Just the one word? Really? Really? <laughs> Vince Vaughn! Wow! I think you need... I mean, the wow sounded really spot on. The rest you need to work on. um, Maybe try some more quotes from Wedding Crashers or something. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) What has he been in since Wedding Crashers, honestly? I can't even think of... I mean, Uh, I'm sure he's been in other things, but that's all I can think of when I think of him is like, Wedding Crashers. You know?
0: I'm looking up
1: What he's gonna be In Loki
0: Yep No
1: Can you also look up why? How did he break his nose
0: Wow <laughs> Cocaine
1: No Stop it
0: Here Got
1: uh, some What is it <laughs>
2: This is John <sighs> Whatever
0: I, mean, I, I love Who knows? I just love that they're, it's every big star is now part of the Marvel. Get weird with it at this point. I like that they're going off in different directions. They're doing different things. Owen Wilson, sure. Get Owen Wilson in there. I don't
1: even know what because the why not? quail is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the quail yeah. is. How about when Vince Vaughn was talking about hunting a human and he's like, Hold on. Human, that's heavy. <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that movie is like the best movie ever. What we should talk about that movie more. <laughs> we, need, we, we, we should we do need a rewatch. Like a,
0: a rewatch, a wedding crashers. <laughs> we need to do
1: a whole podcast devoted to that. You know? I mean Oh my <laughs> <I'm so> god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wedding crashers. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Whole 17 years we've known each other, I've been sneaking off to go on little hunting trips around the world. No, I don't even know what the fuck. A is. <laughs> 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 oh my oh, god. god. Why can't we hunt something cool
1: like a hawk or an eagle? <laughs> some cool, something some <laughs> <laughs> with some talons? <laughs> something something like a big game, even like a gorilla, a rhinoceros, oh, or a human being? You know what? Oh. Not a human being right now, most dangerous game. <laughs> like a worthy adversary, not a human being that's armed, ooh, but a clever, ooh. a clever human being who knows. A worthy adversary, like a woodsman. <laughs> what, so, what is he going to play in Loki? I have Do no we know? idea. I have we not don't read above. Okay. I've not there read go. enough
0: about it. I'm, um, I'm
1: here. I like him. I'm here for it. Whatever.
0: Two more stories. One more Marvel story. Sam Raimi may take over the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Do you know who that is?
1: Now, director?
0: Yes, directing.
1: Who? I don't know who that Sam is. Sam
0: Raimi was the director for the original Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey oh, Maguire Spider-Man trilogies. No, which I'm okay with because if Sam. Ra- He's a really good director. Those were really good movies. Three was not great, but the first two, were, especially the second one, Was he one involved great.
1: with the tat dancing scene?
0: I think he got so much, like, kickback from too much studio interference. I don't think that was him. Anyway, the first two were great. Third was all right. I it. But he's gonna. I just hope with the multiverse that brings into fact multiple realities, multiple Spider Men. I want Tobey Maguire in the MCU as Spider Man, a multiple reality Spider Man. That's what I want.
1: That's what I want. You're lucky that Marvel even has like Disney. Marvel even has Spider Man still. Like remember the whole thing with Sony. That whole thing. It's true. So you really, you think, really think Sony's going to be like, hey, not only are we going to let you make more, but we're going to now bring in more into the universe. We're going to let you do that, Disney. Stop no. crushing
0: my dreams. I'm
1: sorry, but it's not. Or, I mean, God bless them. It was a a blessing from the Lord above that we get at least one more movie with that beautiful, beautiful soul, Tom <laughs> Holland. <McGuire>. Tom Holland. <laughs> 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 Playing that... that Young Spider Man. <laughs> it that sounds so creepy. Juicy,
0: juicy Spider Man. That young Just spray web early
1: early twenties Spider Man spray and web everywhere. <laughs> Over the age of eighteen Spider Man.
0: <laughs> so it's not creepy. So
1: creepy. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: you're creepy.
1: I know that's I'm doing it on purpose. I hope you know. <laughs> I hope you know I'm doing this on purpose.
0: I have one more story. But sto- I do
1: like Tom Holland. <laughs> but in real life, he's he's like in his 20s. Right?
0: I mean, yeah, he's old enough for you to stalk him and go to prison for. Yeah.
1: We're within eight to ten years of each other. <laughs> Is he
0: 25? AJ, nothing but a number. AJ,
1: nothing but a number.
0: Yeah, he's. We'll look it up. Hold on.
1: (laughs) We probably share a lot of similar interests.
0: (laughs) He's 23.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) He's 23 years old. He'll be 24 Mm. on June 1st, (laughs) right before our anniversary. So there you go. Hey.
1: Hey, hey, hey. He's not on my list. You know how, like, there's lists, or you have lists of, like... Oh, you have a list? Well, you have Emily Blunt, right, I assume? Top of the list. Right. So, I mean, there's... We have lists. He's not really on my list. I'm just joking around. That's but I do crazy. like him.
0: Why? He's on my
1: list? <laughs> <laughs> I have others well, ahead of him. Like who? My top I want to hear two... your list. Well, my top two, just right off the top of my head, without having to think about it, would be Chris Pratt really what's wrong with okay what do you what's mean your, really what's
0: your other two
1: uh john krasinski now i now not oh. then. not then but now <laughs> okay <laughs> now that he's uh, I'm uh Bob, he's jack, jack ryan jack, jack jack ryan he's, he's quiet ryan. placed it up he's Jack ryan that's it that's all i got i said top two that's it okay after that, I mean if like I had to pick a Marvel character, I know Chris Pratt. Pick was anybody one, you want. but if I had to pick something from the Marvel universe, I guess I would have to go with uh, Chris Hemsworth. But I mean you know, if you're I pulling always, my arm. Whenever but...
0: I'm advertising for these things that we do, I always struggle with like writing a description for the episode. <laughs> or to. what am I gonna put on the Facebook or the Instagram? Like
1: AJ nothing but a number. Yeah,
0: that's the title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag That's the title
0: Age ain't nothing but Don't let me forget that
1: <laughs> How could you? Oh my god <laughs> Who's I your top th- two to three? Who's your top two And then the third has to be Someone from the MCU How's that?
0: My top two And then someone from the MCU Uh. Well, Emily Blunt Faux show. I mean
1: I like I would want to be her friend Like I'd want to go shop with her She seems really cool You know? I loved Emily Blunt back in the Devil Wears Prada days. Oh my God, you're not supposed to be thinking about it this, much, this well, long. Well,
0: top two—that is really narrowing things down. This
1: is really not real life because you're never going to run into these people.
0: You never know; they may listen. I, I don't mean, want that to is offend. a Friends
1: friends callback from last week. That's a Friends episode where, like, I don't know if oh, it's Ross list, or Rachel yeah. that actually runs into it whoever. Was
0: Ross, yeah um
1: marissa tomei <laughs> yeah there you go Is that does that count as
0: my mcu no
1: you got to do like an mcu character like you know
0: well marissa tomei just marissa tomei in
1: general okay got it and like from the mcu who
0: it's gonna have to be um gomora oh yeah
1: uh what's her name? What's her Zoe name? Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh you really like her, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She seems cool.
0: Who would you have picked? You seem
1: surprised. I don't know. Scarjo? Yeah. She seems pretty No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, mean, I would I mean I would have thought Scarjo. You asked me, I'm telling you. Or uh
0: No, it's so. I was thinking. Zoe Saldana.
1: Okay, there you go. Cool. Marissa I
0: have one <laughs> more story
1: for you. It's like such a classic Seinfeld. This thing. broke
0: today. Um, do you remember "Honey, I Shrunk the Kid"? Of course. It is. They are bringing it for Disney Plus in a series. Rick Moranis signed on. Reese today, this week. To. To reprise his role as Wayne Zelinski in Honey, I Shrunk the Kid for the, the Disney Plus show.
1: I wish I was more excited.
0: I got one better for you. I'm happy you said that. <laughs> playing his son. I
1: saw that and Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Remember that playing one? Playing
0: his son, apparently, Josh Gad is in a starring role in which he will play Rick Moranis' son from Honey, I Shrunk the Kid.
1: Okay. It's a series, though? It's not just it'll a movie? Pro-
0: it'll probably be a series.
1: Uh, just do a movie, man. I'd watch mm. it. Like a movie on the plus. Like, don't do a series. Like, I. It would be hard for me to keep my attention week to week with that, you know? But that's cool.
0: Rick Moranis hasn't really done
1: I am more excited it about that. It might be a movie. Than... I don't know.
0: I just read this today, put it on there because it had Josh Gad, and I yeah. was excited about yeah, the rest that's of cool. Rick Moranis news.
1: I would be more excited about that than the Mighty Ducks reboot, which might have a dark. I'm dark...
0: surprised Emilio Estevez wasn't on your list.
1: There's a little bit of a dark cloud over that now because did you hear the news?
0: He got cited again got six times him, or got something. got
1: some counts on him, bro. bro. It's about time.
0: Yeah, really. I don't Time get to, to pay the piper. I don't want to get <laughs> in. <that. laughs>
1: Can't go around being a jerk. He's a jerk. Expect it coming back to you. He's a jerk. I'm excited. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, it'll be good. Like, I don't know when I'm growing up. I I have never forgotten like the scene where the they c- call the dog to come to them in the yard the and like nose. get up on the dog. Oh and yeah, the fur. Everything. Yeah. So.
0: I don't remember much from Honey I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> I don't either. I remember I, know I, I remember Honey it, I Shrunk the Kid. But
1: I know I saw it. Like I, I just know don't it, but I remember
0: it. like Oh
1: yeah. I
0: remember mm-hmm. Honey I Shrunk oh, the me Kid. Too. But not not It's just
1: funny how there's certain things from your childhood that you remember. And I remember that movie. Well, Honey
0: I Shrunk the Kid came out in like ninety or nineteen eighty nine actually. Isn't so... that
1: crazy? It's just in my mind it's like Bethany. Honey you... I
0: blew up, kid came out in ninety two. Yeah. There was a third one, Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, it came out in ninety seven. Oh yeah. That that's was straight. Right. I never saw that. That was straight to DVD though. So
1: I'm just saying, like growing up, I was told I went to King's Island, don't really remember it, but I remember honey going to see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the movie yeah. theater and what took place in that movie. Right. But I don't remember going to like an amusement park. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy.
0: I was just excited for the Rick Moran because he hasn't done any movies in like, I think like I think Little Giants they, that I read was his oh. last movie role. And he, on his own, like Ice his box. own, like, like he stepped away. It wasn't like he couldn't get roles.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah.
0: But like there's been rumors of he was in Spaceballs. There's Mm -hmm. been rumors of a Spaceballs 2 forever, like, you know, wanting Mm -hmm. or trying to make one. He was in Ghostbusters, both Ghostbusters. I remember that. I would be interested to see if he's in the new Ghostbusters. I doubt it, but never know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Cool. He's done a lot. When does it come out? uh, I think he just signed on. CBD. So I don't know that there's an actual release yet, but... I'm happy jo- that they're, Josh they're doing... Josh Gad
1: is, like, getting it at Disney. Well, it's like, like, I'm happy the that they're ambassador. doing...
0: Like, they're... I think they're making the right move in bringing back things that you could watch with your kids that you grew up watching. I was going to say, they know... Kind of bridge that gap of...
1: They know their target demographic for this uh, service. Well,
0: it's like when you... You, you know? Say you hate on the Mighty Ducks thing, but, it's like... You could watch that. You could have kids get interested in that, and I would also be interested yeah. in watching that with them. Like I said, so,
1: that, I think Disney, for years, they've been a mastermind of doing this. They've just only been doing it in theaters, obviously. But
0: yeah,
2: I
1: mean, think about the movies you saw as a child. I remember going to see certain movies where I'm laughing, my parents are laughing. I don't, I didn't get the jokes. They laughed at right. But they're enjoying the movie just as much as I am. You know, I mean, I think Disney, you know how they are. Yeah. You know how they do. Yeah. They always get it right. They always get it right. Mickey Mouse owns us. You know?
0: Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's his world. We're just living in it.
0: I think we have teased our main event long enough. Mm
1: -hmm. Should
0: we get into it? Sure. We sat down with. I'm very excited. One of the things I wanted to do when I first started this podcast or doing this thing was (laughs) I reached out to a friend, Nick Delonzo Jr., um, who was nice enough. Essentially, he was nice enough to give us some time. Um, If you don't know Nick Delonzo, he works in the field of television movie he is a location assistant kind of working his way up through he's worked on some of the bigger shows or movies that maybe you've heard of um <laughs> things he's worked are we allowed on
1: to mention them i'm or gonna, gonna mention
0: i'm gonna mention the things that i'm allowed to mention okay um he has worked on ant-man and the wasp not sure if you've heard of that go on he has worked on the upcoming black widow
1: never heard of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> um those are marvel movie things that he's worked on yes some netflix that stuff you can mention that i can mention yeah mm-hmm. that's teasing mm-hmm. i'm teasing mm-hmm. you some netflix things that he has worked on he's worked on ozark season two big time he has worked on stranger things season three
1: Bam, <laughs> <laughs> he has uh-huh. worked on shut the front door he's worked
0: on the recently released Bad Boys for Life with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Apparently Will Smith is a fabulous dude. You'll have to hear the interview. But you're going to have to listen to the interview to hear all about it. And, and when wor- you
1: say, go ahead, sorry.
0: No, and he's also worked on the re- the recently and now airing great television show on HBO, The Outsider.
1: Yeah, you he's love got that his one. hands
0: in everything. It was all the
1: most popular things. It
0: was a tremendous opportunity to to sit down and hear an honor, an honor. Yeah, it was <laughs> to sit down and really hear how
1: it all comes. together. It all
0: comes together. Some of the things that he does. It's not all glamorous work that he does. It's it is actual hard work. Um,
1: and when you say he had his hands in it, it's literally like he was on it from beginning to end. Yeah,
0: beginning to it end, wasn't, building it, sets, not, doing you know, different things. So
1: it's interesting yeah. to hear how long it takes, the process, all yeah. that stuff. So how it's gets, very exciting. How he finds jobs. It it's very job, exciting yeah. to talk with him. Yeah. yeah. So anything. I mean, it was it was we a sat, we talked to
0: him for about forty five minutes. So this is about a forty five minute interview. It's really really. It was really, really awesome to be able to do. I hope to be off air. He told us about some pretty exciting things that he's Mm -hmm. currently working Mm -hmm. on that I promised him I would not spoil. So I hope that after these things kind of come and go to get him on and talk to him again. Um, But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would just say I think the the other thing I would add is even if those particular shows you've never seen before or you don't really care about, which I can't imagine, but even if you don't, it's just interesting to hear about another line of work that maybe, you know, living in the Midwest part of the country in northern Ohio, you don't really think about as a career path or that as an option. So it's kind of cool to hear about someone who had, you know, uh, start like, we all have in this area and kind of worked his way up and how that worked even. So from a professional development standpoint, I think it's an interesting conversation as well.
0: and coming from the same small town that that he grew up in. Mm -hmm. Hard work goes a long way. And again, I I don't want to tease anyone. I just want to play the interview. So I hope you enjoy this interview. Um, We'll be back on the other side of it. Um, Nick DeLonzo, everybody. Woo-hoo! Nick, how are you? I'm
3: living the dream. I'm so excited <laughs> to be talking with you guys, really. It's, it's, I've been wanting to be on this show for since, since the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is a, good, this is a good day. That's so nice of him to say. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's for Because you're I, right. uh, you know, it's, fun, it's fun to talk with you. I've, uh, we've known each other for 100 years. So yeah. Since we be at that yeah. point in life and have something Real, real cool conversation here. yeah and
0: kind of like I was was telling you I, I just I don't know um, one it's I, I always see the pictures you post I always see the different things you're doing and I'm jealous partly <laughs> but I mean I know it's probably and as we get into it I know it's not like an all glamour you know and glitz type thing you know I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a hard job so
3: Yeah, it's definitely not all the uh, glitz and glam and and glitter that you think that Hollywood (laughs) quotes may be. So,
0: So just jumping off, I got a two-part question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You being... An Ohio State alum, what did you think of the Clemson game? <laughs>
1: oh um, God! Why would you start it with this? Because
0: you know, I'm asking <laughs> everybody.
3: <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to that episode with with your friend and how you said that you well you couldn't really sleep for two days. So yeah. I, you, <laughs> <laughs> I am man. I was actually I was home for the holidays just very briefly and I watched it with uh, a couple of family and friends and it was. It was devastating in a different way than they yeah. usually are. Yeah. Because Clemson's kind of the bane of of our existence, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't really want to say that we could beat them going into it. I, but I was hopeful. I thought yeah. this was our best shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, just – I don't want to put it all on that overturned fumble. Yeah. But that should have been a fumble. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, we won't talk about that. But they really – I think they just honestly blew – the fact that they were not scoring in the red zone. Yeah. yeah. That really it changed. There were so many things that we could talk about in that game, and they just didn't look like the Buckeyes of that season. Yeah. Really yeah. For most of that game. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it gets that, you. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like the, it's like the uh, Dwayne Haskins year. I think, yeah. I, you know, there's been teams, the Buckeye teams that have been some of the most talented teams mm-hmm. in football history. And something along the route of the college football playoff system excluded them. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a man of expanding, but that's a whole other. Oh, so we can talk back. about
0: that another day. <laughs> I'll say,
3: I'll come
0: back <laughs> on another well, my second part to follow up that question is, and it kind of goes into you said you were home over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Does your dad cook you pizza when you come home? <laughs> Is he still in the game yeah, in a, lot, a little bit?
3: <laughs> a lot of people ask me that, and, and it's kind of a, it'd be a sad answer that he he definitely cooks. He still cooks some of those great meals, but I haven't had Delonzo's pizza since probably when we closed up shop in yeah. 2011, 2012. Has it been that yeah, recent?
0: It was it that it, recent? I didn't yeah, thought it, it was longer than my, that. Uh,
3: it would have been my you know junior senior year of high school that we okay. were kind of. My dad was. Getting into his, his new, uh, the new part of his life, yeah, restaurants, so yeah. It has been that long, and definitely, I always get that. Can we, can we get you pizza, and can we get you white Italian dressing? Yeah, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. Like all the time, it's
0: always oh, me. Yeah. The, the he always did, uh, and I don't want to go on a tangent because I could, but the breadsticks, uh, <laughs> the no, the no. bag of breadsticks for a. Do- you tell it's, your dad he's still got it. Get back in the game.
3: You know, we've always <laughs> – what a world it would be that like if film can lead to something greater down the road that, that is like maybe a Delonzo restaurant pops up again one day and he can take a role of management and not so much be – you know, yeah. mm. The guy, yeah. That's a lot, yeah. It is so hard to do. Restaurants are – it's a whole other – a whole other world yeah. that's there's
0: a there's a local spot up here that we just found out today we go to pretty Every regularly week. yeah and they just out of the blue said we're today's our last, today's day. Our last day today's it <laughs> i don't want to yeah. yeah. it's kind of secret hush hush so i don't want to get into specifics but it's like one of those they didn't even post anything you didn't even they they look like a, they're doing well and everything's fine and so i can only imagine that side of it how hard it is to, to run something like that and be the, sure. be the guy. So anyway, the reason why we're here is kind of like I said, <laughs> I want to get into – I don't know the best way to approach it. I've been trying to think of the best way to approach it, and I think the best way is to just tell people what it is you do. You've jumped around a lot, You know where you got your start, and we just kind of go from there.
1: Can yeah, I just – pre- sure. I'm sorry. Can I preface it really quickly mm-hmm. in saying yeah, that – um, when you told me what he did, I was like, that sounds like the coolest job ever. <laughs> sounds like one of those jobs like I didn't know this was a career choice back when like I was in high school trying to figure out what the heck to do. Yeah. And so um, that was also <laughs> why we wanted to talk with you just in the sense that there's just – it sounds like um, there's just these really awesome jobs and, and experiences out there that people have that – you know, we'd love to hear about How you got so. into it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, anyway, absolutely. <laughs> I,
3: am, I am a product of, of passion. That's really what uh, it doesn't come down to one, you know, specific thing. It's just been kind of my time in Wellsville, you know, and, and just growing up with my dad's old VHS camera and just kind of trying to make movies, not even making them just seeing a, a picture move through the eye hole of a camera, you know, was mm-hmm. always really cool that it was like a different window a different a different world almost so that's kind of i just had an affinity for movie making and then you know microsoft like uh movie or, or movie maker you mm-hmm. know it was on like the original dells and i was the, the most horrible video quality out of like a, the first <laughs> canon cameras you know it looked like uh like just you're watching like sand in the wind basically. yeah <laughs> um so like I knew that I wanted to make movies, but I had no idea what that meant. I didn't think that it could be a real a real thing, mm-hmm. a real career. And it wasn't until, you know, seeing this side of the world that I'll get into and kind of explain that. But it wasn't until I was really in it that I went, wow, there's a whole other market. And that whole other, that mindset, you know, Bethany, what you said, it's like it opens the door to... Finding those jobs anywhere. You know, there's plenty of those careers that just don't even seem like a fairy tale, but are actually, you can, you know, you can do it if you, if you put that as your goal.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's
3: kind of, that's how, you know, and that's how I handle my social media these days. You know, it's like, it, it, it's really a, a weird time yeah. in our world <laughs> for, for social media and just what everybody wants to post uh-huh. and talk about. So I just try and kind of be some, you know, a positive source mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of just show that y- you can, you can do it. And it's really just that idea, that basic idea. So I was, you know, when I was taking my, my college choices, I had it down to, uh, I, I always knew I wanted to be a Buckeye, but I thought that it was a harder choice at that, you know? So like I was considering you know, Kent state, um, University of Akron was a phenomenal place in my eyes, you know, um, my Aunt Beth was the admissions director at Muskingum University, you know, it was Mm -hmm. just like, what is education, and what does it mean, it was, it really came down to the last day that you had to admit, and, you know, sign that check of intent to say, I'm going to this school, and I went, you know what, I'm going to Ohio State, Mm -hmm. and it was, it was that day that, like, I look back on, and there's fear of like, what if I did the other way? Right. What if mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done this? I don't know that it would have happened, and that's scary. But I don't like to. I don't like to dwell on that. Right. But I like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. kind of be forward moving. Yeah. As possible. Went to Ohio State. Originally studied athletic training. Okay. Because I think I had a pretty bad senior year of sports. You know, you just kind of carries over. Yeah. And uh, I knew I hated it. One of the first classes I ever had was a 6 a.m. physiology. No. You know, class, no. and, uh, and I went. Oh God, you know, like, <laughs> if I have to stick with this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah, like, literally, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna enjoy life. And what is the point of this if it's, if I don't have that? Yeah. Like, so it was around the time of, uh, man, it was, it was like Parent and Family Weekend. Ohio State was playing, uh, I think at Northwestern that okay. year, where they were really good, and, and my mom and dad were down, and I went, Hey, I'm, I, I'm changing my major to film. You know, and I don't know what it means yet. I don't know what, but I, I'm just doing it. And uh, they're very supportive. You know, my, my mom, my biggest fan through everything in life. My dad was asking me the questions of like the, the realism of it, you know, and I, and I said, I'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so I studied, it was film studies. So it was even a huh. step back. It wasn't really a film production. Right. Thing, mm-hmm. You know studied film but there was a lot of that technical side where i learned how to edit video and you know how to film and how to be a better photographer i took a lot of photography classes and uh towards the end of my my time there i said i need one i need something just a little bit on the on the real world spectrum just in case because i still hadn't convinced myself you know I'm like i don't know what this is going to lead to so i picked up uh a second degree in uh, marketing and communications. Mm -hmm. So that's where I have two degrees from Ohio State, one in film studies, one in that. Uh, I was there for five years. You know, we can get into the experiences. of, And and I know we (laughs) we talked a bunch about student event planning. Yeah, a couple times, yeah. Mm -hmm. The importance of the extracurricular side of college. That's what benefited me Mm -hmm. the most. Um, It was those opportunities that I kind of just – met the right people and segued into like bigger ideas and kind of goals that i wanted and uh i threw a series of events there linked up with with one of my mentors one of the i mean one of the greatest people that i've ever met his name is charles newworth and he uh you know i got to meet him when i was young at ohio state he produced forrest gump my favorite film yeah and Iron Man <laughs> cool. and Dr. And Strange and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was a part of all these movies in some capacity. And I went, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> How did he go from Ohio State to making every movie that I've ever loved? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to meet him and I stayed in touch. And, you know, it kind of came to when I was about to graduate. And I kind of just shot my shot. I pulled that opportunity and I said, what about a project that's going to be in Atlanta in 2017? He said, let me let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can pass around. And I, I had an interest in, the location department, and I'll explain a little bit more about what that is because nobody knows what I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really hard to explain it. So uh, and that's where Charles got his start in the location department. So he passed me along to the location manager, uh, and again he's one of my mentors as well mike fantasia he's one of the, the great minds in film he's in the academy you know he's just this absolutely brilliant man and he said nick i got a job opportunity for you it's on ant-man and the wasp it's in july 2017 you know i called him back instantly <laughs> you know yeah. the most i I just couldn't believe but i still i had no idea right. I had no idea what that meant mm-hmm. uh, but i said i'll be there and uh moved down and it's it's been got the rest is history really you know and it's yeah. every day has been a new every day is a new adventure and a new project and it's been really cool um uh, very lucky i put i know that i put in that work to put me in the right spot but it really was those opportunities yeah meeting that, key like, people at the right yeah, time yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly and any and anybody can do that right anybody can talk to the right person and and show that that's why I'm like anybody who asks me what they can do or any way. And I'm like, just write, just make your movies, prepare your craft in any way that you see fit. And then when that conversation happens, you know, that's on you to put yourself out there. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You
3: will, you will get that opportunity. So that's, I started as a location assistant. Okay.
0: What's that mean? (laughs)
3: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So the location department, in in a very brief nutshell, they will scout. Okay. Everybody's heard of location scouts. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are like. Oh, you, you know, you're a scout. Well, there's much more to that. And so you find the location. The the art department, the directors, the producers, everybody will say, "This is what we want this movie to look like." Send out your location scouts. Find that thing. Okay. And that's what we do. We find it. We prepare it to be filmed in in whatever capacity is asked. I mean, sometimes it's very easy and sometimes it is rocket science. <laughs> I mean, it is like no day is the same and no task is the same. You know, you have an understanding of what you need to do place to place with getting permits ready and, and just getting everything mm-hmm. you need there. When you come to, a, a say you're filming on a street say we were filming on main street in wellsville okay we'd have to shut down main street yeah we'd have to do deals with the businesses on main street because they're losing a day yeah 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 um now if we want to go inside of a building we want to go inside you know Daw middle school okay or the high school we got to plan around everything that is their life and we have to prepare that to look exactly and that could be construction tear down walls painting walls building everything that makes a high school gym look like hawkins indiana yeah <laughs> you know, like or star wars you yeah know, anything it's like so we we prepare that we make that, that happen and then when it's done we help clean that up and get it back to the way it was before and, and yeah. we kind of conclude that business and and when we are filming we're also there to make sure that everything that could be needed or asked of us is is done Okay. So that could be, you know, as simple as when I as a location assistant, it's pretty much a production assistant. You know, okay. so you're really you're really getting a lot of that, you know, some of that manual labor. Hey, the, the guy down the street we're filming outside, his dog's barking, I need you to go calm him down, I need you to <laughs> but you know what I mean? It could be anything and everything that happens. We're kind of expected to know everything about a set. Yeah. Or an area. and and have prepared a way to make sure that film can just be everything that it needs to be in that short amount of time. Right. Do it. Okay. So so that's kind of, that's kind of what that is. And the location assistant is like literally just welcome to the location department. I'm going to give you your tasks. You're going to do them. You're going to really stay on set. You're going to, you know, you're going to get it going. You're going to make sure everything's fine. You're going to turn the air conditioners on and off. You're going to lug the stuff around. You're going to pop up tents for the, you know, the actors and actresses. You're going to eat anything, okay. know, stuff like that. And then uh, last April, I was promoted to an assistant location manager. That is, you are now leading the beginning of crew. You know, you you start to, you, you're more into the preparation on the set. I'm there a little bit before and after shooting so that I can orchestrate the deals. Okay. I can, you know, do whatever's, whatever's needed, really ahead and after of filming, coming into that location. Okay. So you would say that maybe location assistant is a little more day of yeah. and being there with the shooting crew. Whereas an assistant location manager is the start of preparing for the shooting crew to arrive.
0: Okay. So a little bit more, yeah. A before and more, after, you know, the,
3: yeah, yeah. The, the contractual stuff with the cities, you know, with the police, the fire departments, you know, any anything. And again, I, I've seen it, and we can talk about. It, even Stranger Things was one of those times that it was put. I was a location assistant, but I was training to be an assistant location manager, mm-hmm. so I was starting to get a little bit of taste. Yeah, of that, and the things that were were asked to create that show were otherworldly because it was you know and season three was a was a spectacle of mass proportions yeah and and making that happen was a a journey of a lifetime it was Mm -hmm. unbelievable it was challenging and hard and wonderful and sad and exciting you know it was like there's everything yeah and and it's sad to be on a project and and be with it so closely and then it's Done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, But uh, and and just a little bit of breakdown, just so you know, the rest of the ladder of the location department above me. So you got location assistant, an assistant location manager where I'm at, and it's a key assistant location manager, someone that has a little bit more experience. You know, they're Mm -hmm. they have a little bit more say in how things are going. Above that is the location manager. That's going to pretty much be the top dog in the location department, unless it's a huge huge project and you'll get a supervising location manager and they kind of oversee hey one the unit's in california one's in ohio one's mm-hmm. in germany you know yeah mm-hmm. so that's kind of how that works and then pretty much that's when you jump into the roles beyond that into producers and executive producers that's kind of how that trajectory goes, goes
0: up okay mm-hmm. so how do you find out about like are you you live in atlanta do you travel other cities are you based like is all the work you do kind of projects that want to shoot in and around Atlanta and you kind of deal with that and how do you find out about different things that that come up like do you work for a company how's that work
3: yeah that's good that's a real good question that's a lot of people kind of ask me who do I work for and it's where we are the film industry as a whole we're pretty much independent contractors okay so you know if a movie happens and, and they need a camera person, you know, they'll call who they want to call, and that person will either maybe they're in LA, maybe they're anywhere. It just so happens that why it's working in Atlanta and Georgia specifically is because of that's where film is at right now. The taxes, mm-hmm. yeah, and all that, yeah, all that stuff that people don't want to hear about, right? Is, yeah, it's really <laughs> complex. But um, film, the 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 business of film is always going to live in Los Angeles but the but the boots-on-the-ground labor part of it will always be elsewhere, unless yeah. you want a movie to look like Los Angeles. Right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. can't make that movie in, in Georgia. Right. Or New York. Right. There's a lot that... So, uh, the tax incentive, everything that's brought... And, it, and Georgia is just a beautiful place. Yeah. I mean, all around. And, and I don't know if you guys have been, but it, it has grown, and I've only been here you know, a little over two years, but the people that I know... I mean, it, it, it's just like what a transformation this this state has become in the last you know twenty years. And, yeah. and then when film kind of started to reside here, it really blew it, up. Really blew up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's just that we're kind of riding the wave, you know. And, and I am. I want to. I want to work as much as I can while I can, as long as it's here. And you build those connections, and then those your boss gets hired they call upon you, you know, uh, so that's really, I've gotten in with some really great connections and great bosses and friends. And it's really as, as simple as that people think that film is a, is a huge thing and and it is on the outside and it's hard to get into, but once you get into it, you might be needed somewhere this day. And, and, uh, yeah, they, I get a call and they say, we got, we got something popping up and we need you and I'll go and I'll sign my paperwork as an employee of, I've you know, I've, I've worked with uh, Netflix and Marvel and, and, and so like, I will get my checks from them. Yeah. You know, so it's like I've worked for, for Disney on some of the stuff, even though I'm not really a Disney employee, I'm an independent contractor to a right. production company that Disney has created to make the movie or any, you know, any studio. So that's yeah. kind of how that works. Okay. Do you um,
1: think Mickey Mouse sees it that way? I think he thinks, I yeah. think I think Mickey thinks he owns you. I'm just letting, yeah. just letting yeah. you know that, that, like, that evil.
3: That evil. D- D- Disney is a. Uh, <laughs> they've been they've been good to they've been good to me. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I was just joking. I won't, I won't say too much. Man, I'm are joking. they? Uh, they they are gonna own. They'll. they'll, they'll uh, I don't even know. Don't be like, uh, maybe like dictatorship don't, one day. I was gonna day. say, don't say anything. not no comments.
1: We like Mickey owns us. We go on those cruises all the time. We'll yeah, yeah. Like money on fire. Anytime yeah, there's a paid, Disney movie, we've paid enough into <laughs> the
0: Disney brand
3: for sure. For sure. You know what? What's funny is that I was working on a project one time, and uh, my boss, we, we basically had to, you know, rent out a location, and they were like, "Well, you know, are we going to get paid?" as Is and, 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 I, and we were all sitting there and that boss says uh, hey this is, uh, this is Disney I want you to know you're going to get your money and they're like I just, don't, just I don't I don't know and he said hey this is Mickey effing mouth <laughs> you know? and, and, and I put it into perspective it was really funny exactly. right? in a, like a serious meeting that I got to hear that <laughs> yeah Mickey is a, is a strong strong guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so when you work on these projects timeline wise how long are you looking at you know we've brought up like a Stranger Things how long does that last um, you've been posting some pictures of like we said Ant-Man and the Wasp that's a little bit bigger yeah. of a, seemed to me it would be a bigger production well, how are those be, things yeah. how, are, how are those things different you know
3: for, for sure yeah that's what a lot of people th- you have to you have to consider a a film based on episodic television you know Mm -hmm. television a blanket term for you know anything disney plus now related or Mm -hmm. or netflix or hulu or anything it's uh you really handle your business when you're making television like you're making a 10 hour long movie Mm -hmm. you know okay
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: you, you you block it out into certain things that's why you'll see maybe the first two episodes of stranger things have a different director than episodes three and four right you know, so they they really and crews can even change completely huh. i've had a whole different location department in episode four than i did in episode two okay mm-hmm. so uh i would worked on ant-man and the lost for about four months and then i did i think stranger things to this day is the longest thing that i've worked on it's pretty it's up there with the outsiders on the show that's coming out yeah that it's a great uh, show and we can we yeah. get into that, you know? <laughs> wow, that each one of those are about eight nine months oh, okay wow. So and that's like a big you know and that's you love to see that because when i'm when i'm in between jobs you know it's it's uh you hope that you put yourself in a position to jump on to the next show right so like in any profession that is like like the oil industry or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, around christmas time in the winter things are going to slow down right you now so so uh during the holidays film does it takes its christmas breaks its thanksgiving breaks everything you know so that's uh that is what that is but it, it can vary i mean television usually is going to take you a lot longer and then you got shows that that are on like network television like uh, like the macgyvers and you know things like that that I mean, people are working on those year round. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, so really, shorter turnarounds, yeah. Yeah, and 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 the crew can always change. You know, like I I uh, you might work on I, I worked on Ozark season season uh, two, but I'm not. I didn't work on Ozark season three. Okay. Know? So things are always changing. It's really just about availability and how it fits into everybody's schedules.
0: Yeah. Cool. So. I want to hear some crazy stories, man. Like, <laughs> what's what's the nitty-gritty? What's the what's it like being on set with, like, I mean, you talked about, like, watching these things as a kid, and then you mm-hmm. get to see your Jason Batemans and uh-huh. your uh, Will Smiths. I saw you post a picture with Will that. Smith. Like, that's crazy. He's been around forever. <laughs> so what's it like being on a, you know?
3: It really, yeah. Uh... When I, the first taste of it on ant-man and the wasp was crazy because i like i i was a couple weeks out of graduation you know from mm-hmm. Ohio state from ohio had nothing you know yeah it was, was on a whim it was not a whim but like a, a good opportunity that i thought could work but who knows and uh you know and i walk out into the parking lot and i'm at in, in, in pinewood studios it, uh, it's one of the bigger studios and, and uh you know, I'm eating a popsicle with Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas, and, and <laughs> the, the producer, and he was like, "Hey, Nick, this, this is Paul and, and you know, and Mike." I was like, "Oh, I know." You know like, <laughs> and there's those opportunities, it it's you you are uh, uh, at, at this level. I wouldn't say a master of the, a certain craft, but you are regarded as like you you are you are brought in to. to do something to create something with these people these and and they don't usually i have not met a really harsh or mean person and they are here to do their job yeah just as we are with with ours on your side of it yeah you know for most of the time a lot of the day of, of film is painfully boring yeah i mean you know it once once things the camera's rolling and it's just take after take and, you know, fans are gathered up in certain occurrences, like the mall of Stranger Things. You know, yeah. And that's a whole other, yeah. you know, the fans were crazy there every day. And, you know, they just wanted, I'm like, what? We just want to see action. I'm like, you're literally going to be more entertained watching paint dry. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, when you make, like, when we did Bad Boys. Yeah, that was a huge action movie. So you could, you'd had to rope the people off, and then there were explosions. Yeah. You know, so everything is so different. Like, Ozark. You know, with Jason Bateman, he he is a he is so phenomenal because he produces and directs. Mm-hmm. He he directed some of the Outsider and produces that, and it's like it's really cool to see him get in there and direct and then be in the same scene. Right. You know? right. Everything is so different. Every project is so different. But uh, I, I pinch myself because <laughs> I'm amongst those people. You know, I the craziest I'd ever. I I'd try not to. Get crazy with any of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I was at Ohio State, I was, you know, in event planning, so I was constantly with, you know, bigger people called celebrities, right, know, or notable people, and I just try and handle my business, and you know, maybe I'll ask for a picture at the end or you know, say thank you and or thank you for my childhood. When I got to meet Will Smith, I mean, when I saw him, I couldn't help but be nervous. I mean, that's Prince, yeah. <laughs> And Will Smith is the nicest man in the history of the planet. Every <laughs> I believe it, yeah. he would, you know, he'd walk up and he would talk to you, you know, so he would say, man, how you doing? Nice to see you again. What what, what are you doing today? And I'm like, you're Will Smith. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's cool, and it builds that excitement on a set. So yeah. That, like, things maybe can be a little bit more lively if, if, if those people want to, you know, get to it and, and, and talk with the crew and, and, and be more... You know just just the people person but sometimes they 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 need to be in that role they need to be a method actor right and, yeah and really you know, no one's gonna mess with them and they're not gonna mess with us we're kind of just working just everybody's doing their it.
0: thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah cool so it's
3: it's and with the stranger things you know the, the the bunch they a lot of people forget that they are kids mm-hmm. and they're their mm-hmm. life, so they're in school you know, yeah we have the teachers on set and they're in school for a lot of it and they can't shoot the scenes past a certain time right and they're when they're out they're having a good time they're goofing off and having fun you know And it's like this is this is childhood too Mm -hmm. yeah so like life goes on and and it's just kind of just a bunch of professionals kind of being lucky enough to work on a movie together
0: yeah Here's your, here's your opening. I mean, I would what's be... your What's your question? Right,
1: ahead, I lost it. my there mind when I met Jim Tressel. Like, <laughs> I mean, just so to put that in perspective, if I met any of these people, they would be like, "We're going to need security to take this crazy person <laughs> off this oh, set." Sure. Especially with the stranger, I feel that way with the Stranger Things kids because I see, am obsessed yeah. with them, and they are kids, and it's like to I think it's kind of weird that I am. So I just would love to meet them and like. You're so talented.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really are. That's it. A lot of people don't they they don't give them the credit that they are on. They were all on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. like they were stars before. Yes. In the lucky break of what Stranger Things has become. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, they're uh, honestly they are very nice to the fans.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
3: And there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no obligation to do that. Netflix are, or or. Or Sony with Will Smith when we were making Bad Boys, they don't want him, you know. But they're not going to say anything, right? It's like, and Will Smith just always took it upon himself to greet fans and the masses, yeah, take mm-hmm. pictures and sign autographs, and and it, you know, so it's like cool. It's cool to watch your hero be who you think they are. Oh, yeah. that's great!
0: And, that's and, great and, to hear. And, yeah.
3: So it's like it's like that. And it's cool watching those kids grow up. I mean, they. Yeah when they can't when they come back i didn't work on season you know on one or two but the people that are like with with the set decorators and they're like hey we're the ones that got all the kids their bikes Mm. and they had to do a bike test out in the parking lot and they're like oh my god finn has grown eight inches yeah Yeah. it's like you you just become a family today right yeah you know you just it's comforting it feels comfortable on set there's not really a lot of that but there is security everywhere. (laughs) We have have security every step of the way,
1: just in case
3: something were to happen. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty, uh, people know their boundaries.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know it's probably hard because it. what I've gathered from what you're saying. Every project is different and unique and great in its own way and challenging. But do you have a favorite that you've done so far?
3: Yeah, that's a real, that's a real great question. I, uh, Honestly, it was, and I'm going to speak about my time on set, Mm -hmm. what I enjoyed and what I felt. Because when we made The Outsider, Mm -hmm. The Outsider, like, so far has probably been the most rewarding because of how unbelievably difficult it was. And and that's from a, when you watch a film from a location standpoint, we shot that show and it was 90-something percent on location, which means that we were in real people's homes we were at right. real places in the world and not a built set that is at a studio somewhere you know yeah mm-hmm. and, and and if you really watch the show with that in your mind you can kind of see the difference in, in quality that's what when you watched game of thrones the locations department on that was like you know things like that mm-hmm. and that and, and ozark was that way too because we made ozark look like or we made it land that look like the, the, the Ozark Mountains. Yeah. It looked like Missouri. And right. There was no question.
0: See, I would have never guessed, like have, yeah. being a fan of that show and deeply immersed and excited to, to yeah. watch more, I would have never guessed that.
3: Exactly, exactly. But my favorite when I was there working, just because I was such a fan, so excited to be around it, was Stranger Things. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard not to just be like, oh my God, I can yeah. work on mm-hmm. Stranger Things, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that third season is pretty pretty oh, baller <laughs> <laughs> They like kicked it up a notch big time yes, with like everything. Yes, they yeah.
0: <laughs> they knew they had a hit. But, so. but
1: Jacob didn't like the first two episodes. So you tell him tell him he doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to film <laughs> yeah, cuz like I heard you say that earlier that that those are uh,
0: I never claimed to be a, a <laughs> <laughs> <an> expert. <laughs>
2: you
1: have I'm ignorant out, taste. You are out of control cuz yeah. there's some good shows right yeah.
0: <laughs> there. <laughs> so from a security standpoint what kind of like constraints are you under obviously you can't even currently you can't and we were talking before we started this some stuff that you're working on yeah. you can't yeah. talk about things how does that work like do you sign NDAs what what does oh, that was yeah. that look like
3: yeah. yeah I mean there's you know there's some there's some projects when you're working on it and you can tell that it's a little more relaxed like maybe the season one of a show you know and, and it's like crew members are taking pictures or kind of being a part of like the culture of the film set yeah know? and then there's some sets that you walk onto, and you know that you have to just do what you're supposed to do and, and not you know what I mean? right not, not mm-hmm. yeah no one else can see what you're seeing right mm-hmm. you know like when i was on ozark i could take beautiful pictures behind the scenes of the mountains and the lakes and things mm-hmm. that weren't tied to a show but when you go into a, a, a marvel show or mm. or a suit if you work on star wars you can't take a picture of a single thing right you know? mm-hmm. people I mean, are going to dissect so, and figure
0: stuff out exactly. and yeah
3: so yeah you definitely you're a whole bunch of of ndas sign with disney there's a whole lot of paperwork <laughs> I mean, their contracts are huge because they want to make sure that you yeah. you know um but yeah, they they're they're always watching. They're always monitoring. They're always gonna, <laughs> you know, like it's it, it's not you don't you're, it's not like i scared. None of us yeah. are scared about it. It's just yeah. You know, but you also know that you, you you feel lucky that you get to work on something that so many people are gonna love and enjoy, mm-hmm. and you don't want to spoil that, right? Mm-hmm. So it really right. kind of builds that mentality of I don't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, when, I, when, when a show comes out that I worked on, and my mom is like, "How did you?" How did you like? Yeah, I had to hold the secret of what would happen to Hopper on right like, no. for for, <laughs> for a year. I didn't right? even yeah. think of that. Bed with that every night. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like, I didn't like even that, think of it's that. Hard <laughs> at times.
0: That's great. Yeah,
3: yeah. You're pretty much. It's just contractually, you know, you're 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 signed up to to not say much, and that's. That's okay. But really, it feels special that you don't get to say anything about it. Yeah. There's always, you know, there's secret words that you use that you never call a project by its name. Right. We have a bunch of yellow signs. If you would drive down any street in Atlanta because there's so much filming, you're going to see a yellow sign with an arrow pointing you, the crew member, so they know where to park and stuff. And that will have just off the wall things on it. You know, just (laughs) crazy. Like there was one the other day, I think it said like psychotic clown or something.
1: <laughs> so was like, whoa, whoa, so is that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. So what, I guess, what's next for you? Where are you hoping this stuff leads you? Like what's your career path or trajectory? Where do you want to, where do you see yourself going?
3: The, uh, the timeless question <laughs> you know, the, the weighted loaded question really. and but, I mean I Can think it's that? yeah I
0: mean I think <laughs> no, it's I'm good kidding. to I think it's good to live in the moment and if you're like I'm content with what I'm doing that's a great answer too you know
3: yeah you know and I've always had what I want to do and, and I'll tell you where the, the conundrum comes in here but also the just like kind of that I've learned to feel much more at ease about this I want to be a cinematographer Okay, and that's in in short, a cinematographer is literally the master of lighting on a set. Mm. They prepare every shot to make sure everything is seen the way that the directors want it to be seen. You know, basically, that's that's what that is. And and I and I craft that into my photography. I try and really use the lighting that I see on set to learn about lighting. You know, so that's where I'm putting in that time and that effort, at least to. But there's far more so scientific and there's so much to know about that. Yeah. And I need I need that. I need to find a way to continue to learn that with also what I'm doing in my current career. Uh, so, and then cinematography can lead into directing. Okay. That in a way that cinematographers that direct are just so much more, they're, they're, they're leagues ahead mm-hmm. to know what they can do and they can make your day shorter. You know, it's, it's not all day trying to get a shot that can't happen. They can go, I know that we cannot get that shot on this camera because of this light or for whatever reason, right. Mm -hmm. They can, they can change that and they can, you know, work on that. So, and that's the creative side, but Mm -hmm. you know, and producers, they're the business side. Right. And my current path would lead me maybe into a day of, of producing. And it, it doesn't flip in a way that you you may think, and this is what it took me to actually see it to understand it. Producers don't really direct, but directors can produce. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. so that's where you'll see a lot of you know the stars, the notable stars today, like Bradley Cooper is a producer of Joker. You mm-hmm. know, and he has mm-hmm. no, it, he just knows the business of film, so he can produce. But when you get into producing, you may have not. Gathered the the skills or the interest along the way to be creative.
2: Mm-hmm. You, know, you just
3: have a producer that was a business person, mm-hmm. you know, in all in all aspects of the, the word. So that's that's where I'm at with this. I love the location department. I love where it could lead, but I have that desire, and I'm and I'm learning, and I'm and I want to. You know, I got my dream camera recently, and, and I uh, I have ideas, and I'm writing my scripts and stuff to where I'm actually. I want to finance that on my own and see what I can do with that. Yeah, and see where that can lead. Uh, so that that's kind of where where I'm at with that. I love. I am very happy with what's happening right now. I love how this is leading. I love this department. I, lo- I love working in Georgia, but we also know that it can go anywhere in the world at right. any time, and it's scary and exciting. And, but so I'm just I'm just trying to hold on and, and enjoy it and, and do what I can while i can you know.
0: right we're not alone in this journey you're recently engaged correct yeah congratulations Congratulations! Thank you. and what Thank does you what's your fiance's name
3: her name is wyatt
0: oh pretty w- very U-I-T-H. pretty yeah and yeah, what what, uh, what does she do
3: she is a nanny okay and she has she is just a master she's been with the family for a pretty long time and, and you know she's just one of those people that uh She's just great at what she does. And she's also, uh, she's a nanny and an artist. Okay. Cool. A lot of people think that she works in film. Okay. Because she, like, she has that. She's just cool. She's an artist. She has cool tattoos. She's a really fun and cool person. But uh, we met, in a way, through film, through acquaintances, you know. Uh And that story is is awesome. And uh, it's, it's, this has been great. Georgia's been good to me. Film has been good to me it's it's i feel really lucky i try and you know pay it forward as, as much as i can
0: awesome that's awesome awesome
1: i also feel like if we ever had like a really big secret we could trust you with it because yeah. you're, <laughs> <laughs> you keep yeah. all these secrets yeah. <laughs> or not yeah, secrets got, but uh, spoilers let's say <laughs> for sure for sure yeah, i got
3: uh, you're very trustworthy <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have quite a few of them in my head right now yeah now. Right? <laughs>
0: Does it ruin the shows for you when you know this stuff? Or
3: You know, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Where I get the excitement is that a lot of the times because I'll be on a set or I, maybe I won't even be there to see it being shot, it, it's a whole different experience seeing it because it looks nothing like when it happened. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: so mm-hmm.
3: Even if I know a detail or know that something's coming, like I knew, like I said, I knew everything that happened in Ozark and Stranger Things, I'm not really... Not really, Ant Man. Marvel is to another level yeah. of secrecy about that project. So sometimes I'll go to work and they're like, "I just kind of know what I'm doing, right?" <laughs> yeah, you, you just kind of do this, and 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 we'll and we'll make it. And but don't talk about it. <laughs> 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 so like that—that's kind of. It, it doesn't take away. It really—it's it's exciting and it's really cool to see your name credits too. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was yeah, wild. Yeah, that was yeah wild. That was absolutely. Like, yeah that gratification to see a project be done because it's like with a, you're with your baby and you're with it every day for 60, 70, 90 hours a week sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. are not short. Yeah. hard and long and and it goes away and you miss it and then you get to see it. Yeah. Up
0: there. Yeah. Come back around. Yeah.
1: It's like a proud parent. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool.
0: So my last question is, um, with like award shows, like we're recording this the, the the day before or day of the Oscars. Oscars are tonight. What does that what does that mean to you being in that world? Like for some people who I can't remember the last time I watched the Oscars. It's just not something that we've watched year to year, but. I could understand being in that world. What's that like to you? Will you do anything special?
1: Is it like the Super Bowl? Is, he, Is you, this are like are your wor- second Super you Bowl? Are you working? What's going <laughs>
3: on? Yeah, you know, that's, that's funny. That's, uh, I have always treated it like the Super Bowl. Even before yeah. I worked in film, when I was at Ohio State, I was in the film clubs and groups. Mm-hmm. You know, we would go out. We had to put on our our ties, and we didn't really have suits. We didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would we'd drink our apple juice and, 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 <laughs> and predict it and guess it and just... Because it, it, it's nice that it gives you an endpoint. point, you know, that like mm-hmm. the whole year you get to speculate what movies you get to kind of plan. You get to see the great movies all throughout the year and maybe the movies that you didn't think you would like or see. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then when there's a tie in to something, you know, it, I wouldn't say that I've, I haven't have really worked on a lot of films that have been like Oscar buzz worthy. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of T V, you know, yeah. And yeah. Emmys and the Golden Globes and things like that. And and the next day when you go to set, I mean it's a party. Yeah. And mm-hmm. paying, there's cakes, it's steak and lobster. It's like, wow, we won you know, when I was on Ozark, it was like we won so many Emmys last night. Right. Was like, God, like how cool is that? <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, it is exciting. I have always loved the Oscars. I mean it's just it's just its own it was always cool to me that film could be so celebrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah, And that's kind of where, in in the technical side of it, the people that don't, aside from their name being in the credits, people just don't know or care, and it like just builds that awareness, which is like one of the problems with the world. You yeah. Know, the <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, right. Whatever yeah. it may be, or a closed <laughs> mindset, the one thing. So it's like when sound mixing wins an Oscar, and you're like, well, what? what is that yeah I mean, maybe you take the time to learn a little bit more about it so, and that's what so that's like my personality when I don't know about it I want to learn about it and understand it yeah mm-hmm. incorporate it into my life and that's how that's what I mean the Oscars in general that's kind of what that did for me with film okay that's awesome yeah
0: well yeah man I, listen I, I, I want to get you on your way thank you for spending some time I'm, continued success I'm really happy I know you're even peripherally just being able to see the photos you post every few months. I'm proud to see the things you've done coming from such from anywhere, but especially from such a small town. So I can only imagine you and your family and what you know the, the how proud they are of you. So continued success and best yeah, of luck and good I, good yeah, job really to where you are so far. So
3: thank you. Thank you. I mean that really does mean the world to me. I mean we we know what uh, the struggles of small town ohio yeah <laughs> small town anywhere it can be and, and uh and, and you know and same with you you've been both of you you've been both a, a beacon of, of light and positivity you know that has even when something doesn't seem like you can't do it that you do it and uh so that's that's great i mean let's let's talk again
0: yeah next down the road yeah and, you know, if you whenever you about. you find yourself home or want to call in again or we can I'm happy to set another one of these up or would love to have you over to actually do one next time you find yourself in the area. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much, Nick. It was good talking to you.
1: Thank yeah, you. All right, to you. talk and to you later, buddy. Enjoy your time yeah, later, too. Yeah, enjoy your time <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We're going
3: we're gonna to eat some, some pizza and drink some sparkling apple juice. It's going to be great. Sounds <laughs> <Awesome>. good. <laughs> have <laughs> a good day. All thank right, you. buddy, we will
0: talk to you soon. Tell your, tell your dad to get back in the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Uh, again, it was it was really really fun to sit down with Nick and listen to some of the cool things that he's done in his life um he's continuing to do and he's still very young in the field so mm-hmm. who knows what what uh is 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 going to who knows what where his professional you know his career is going to go I just it's exciting to to see the different things that he's doing it was exciting to talk to him so again nick thank you if you're listening thank you so much for for taking that time and we both appreciate it
1: mhm absolutely so yeah
0: Anything else to add? You wanna wrap it up?
1: We can wrap it up. I mean, it just that was great and Yeah. Such a it's it's nice to talk to someone who's so positive and passionate. So passionate, yeah, and just so down to earth. So just very I think we could all, you know, learn something from that in one way or another. Like I said, even if, if those particular projects you wouldn't have heard about or know which I, I don't know just to hear
0: the insides of if
1: that's the case I don't know why you listen to us because yeah. I'm pretty sure we talk about <laughs> that's all about we talk about yeah <laughs>
0: and that's that was part of the reason because it's like we've talked so much about mm, yeah. specifically things that he's worked on mm-hmm. and you know things he may potentially be working on you know mm-hmm. in the future or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever so um, yeah mm-hmm. it was just a fun conversation so I would love to do it again and I hope you enjoyed it but um, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. It's this one's going pretty long, so um, hang in there. Thank you so much. If you want to contact us, our Facebook page is drink it over. Get us at on Instagram at drink it overcast, gmail, drink itovercast at gmail.com. Um, listen to us on iTunes or Google Play at drink it over or through your TuneIn or Alexa at drink it overcast or drink it over podcast. Bethany anything to add final words
2: bye <laughs> thank you so much everybody i hope you enjoyed i'm real
0: i was really excited i hope you enjoyed it as much as we did talking to nick and putting it together so have a great week we'll talk to you again very soon bye bye